0: hi guys and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today we're going to be talking about how realizing that your wife doesn't want sex is actually an empathic rupture not a baited switch and if you change the rhetoric that you are using to talk about this with your wife then perhaps you have a snowball's chance in hell of changing something which heretofore you've probably not had. Um, So anyway before we get into that please do subscribe. My most recent episode was on subscriber episode was on why uh, people add more and more to their plate to avoid intimacy. And um, they don't know they're doing it to avoid intimacy, but they are. So um spoiler (laughs) but you probably want to listen to it for all the cool intel that I give you aside from the conclusion and what to do about it which is of course a popular reason to listen all right so what am I talking about here and what do I mean so obviously unless you're in a coma by now after listening to this amount of my stuff you know that women's libido decreases in monogamy and that women don't know that's gonna happen because women uh don't know that (laughs) how would they know that nothing talks about that, you know, and so I talk about that and hopefully other people more and more are talking about that such that women understand that that's a part of life. Um, But they don't. And it's a big shocker to women, especially if they were previously fairly high libido, that their libido goes down within monogamy. But anyway, um, when that happens, a lot of men call it a bait and switch because the men know even less than the women. Actually, it's a race to the bottom. Nobody knows shit usually. So the man thinks this is such a dramatic change from what it used to be that she must have known this shit was coming. This shit must be on purpose because she is literally like a different person. This like a pod person. I remember we were doing all this cool stuff. We were doing different positions. We were doing lingerie, we were doing oral sex, we were doing everything. We even had sex that one time where somebody could have possibly walked in on us. She was into it and now she is like, you know, the opposite of that. She is like basically um, a nun and this is like a convent. And so she must've known that that like tremendous sea change was going to occur because it is literally insane and the woman is like what are you talking about because the woman basically just woke up from being drunk for like one and a half to three years of the uh honeymoon slash limerence stage and you don't even remember shit that happens when you were drunk it's like you're like i dance on the bar me no i don't believe it picture it didn't happen and you did you know and that's what it's like to have your adrenaline and your hormones racing during the honeymoon stage you are doing all sorts of stuff your inhibitions are down you are a different person you are the sexiest version of yourself and it is basically like being drunk or high and not remembering anything um not anything like you remember literally what happened but it's like you cannot even imagine that that was how you felt so because the change is so dramatic most women assume two things they assume a that it's Obvious that like it's due to the man because like they didn't like do anything different, they think so. I mean, must be that he's a dick. That must be it, you know. He's an asshole. So that's why, you know, I don't want sex anymore. And or they assume that this is, you know, just the stage that they are in now, and that they both must be feeling it because he must be feeling it at some level too. And now they've moved on to a different stage of life where they're gonna have babies or they already have babies or like whatever. And even even though he still keeps Uh, You know, pushing her for sex and like kind of, you know, rubbing up against her, she's like not in that zone anymore at all. So she's like, oh, you know, he's just messing around. I mean, he should just probably jerk off or something. I mean, right? Because she's like so not into it that she cannot even imagine that he still feels the same level of desire that she, in fact, used to feel back in the honeymoon stage. It's like being, it's like when you quit drinking or you don't, or you're the designated driver, you go out with your drunk friends. You're like, what the hell y'all acted so stupid for? Like, you must understand something about how stupid you're acting, but they don't. And you didn't when you were drunk the previous weekend either. So what this really is, like, it's not a bait and switch. I mean, I just cannot even state that enough. I'm trying to hammer it home, but like, I don't know how I could say it more cleanly. It is not a bait and switch. The woman doesn't know what's going to happen. However, that does not make it like... That 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 does not make it any less painful for the guy. And for the guy, it's an empathic rupture. Really? And you could go back to my podcast on empathic ruptures. And you could do the reading on empathic ruptures in my uh, on drpsychmom.com. And an empathic rupture, in case you don't want to do any of that, is when you uh, feel like somebody isn't there for you and they um, disappoint you very dramatically and you don't even think that you know who they are. So the one that I always use as an example is when the man doesn't stay overnight in the hospital when the woman has a baby. In today's child-centered era, even very different from when I started in private practice on my own in 2009 when this was still happening um people like I mean the guy like I mean basically like everybody were saying we are pregnant now I mean it's a totally different scene so very rarely nowadays does the guy not stay overnight in the hospital but it used to be more common and the guy used to think well shit she has staff also the baby didn't used to room in but whatever that's neither here nor there but anyway so the guy used to just go home and think, okay, I'm going to get a good night's sleep. She's has the bed. I don't have a bed and she's got the baby and she's got the boobs and, you know, the staff is there to help her. So, I mean, doesn't she want me to get a good night's sleep? I'd want her to get a good night's sleep, which is true. You know, in the inverse situation, you know, if a man had like a broken leg or surgery or something, most men would tell the woman to go home and get some sleep. But, you know, for the woman, this is their first night with a baby. She feels destabilized. Her hormones are racing. Uh, baby blues is a, affect 80% of women. Not postpartum, but baby blues, which is milder. And, um, you know, she feels very, very abandoned. And she, when he says he's going to go home, it's like in that moment, you might say, why doesn't she ask him to stay? She doesn't ask him to stay because it's like, she cannot even believe that he would ask to go home. It makes him like into a monster, like a stranger. It's like, oh my God, you, uh, you really thought, who are you anyway? That you thought that that is something that you should do. My God, I don't even know if I love you, <laughs> you know? And of course, again, she's feeling very dramatic. Hormones are going. She just literally had a person come out of her vagina or however she gave birth. So the the point here is an empathic rupture is when you completely lose faith that the person can be there for you because you feel like you don't even know who they are. And this is exactly what happens when women's sex drive abates and they have absolutely no understanding of it, and they dismiss the man's need for sex. So women who are less self-aware, who have no, um, you know, uh, understanding about the change in libido which again is most women if not all but a woman who is less empathic about it is usually a woman who generally had a negative uh, upbringing about sex she herself has a low physical touch love language and so for her the high higher libido that she had in the honeymoon stage was really unusual and is not at all representative of her general personality so she will be more than condescending to sex as she was kind of trained to be in her family origin probably and how she felt in general with the slight exception of when she was in the honeymoon stage so the empathic rupture is that the woman no longer remembers or seems to care that the man still values sex that's a tremendous empathic rupture for men it seems to them like forget about the actual sex you know like not having sex is bad enough but you know as i've discussed most men like if their wife had a vagina problem and her vagina was medically you know unable to be used because she. Had cancer or something horrible, then they would stay with her. So it's not about the sex. It's about the fact that she doesn't give a shit. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is that she went from somebody who, in their mind, seemed to care that they valued sex and value it themselves. But within the fact that they valued it themselves, the man felt that it went without saying that the woman understood without saying it that he valued sex. Tremendously, and in fact, one of his primary motivators for getting married was to have sex with her continuously. Because this is the reality for many men, and they're embarrassed to say it, possibly even to themselves, but certainly to the woman. Because, as I said in my Gentleman Eunuch uh, podcast, men are taught to be ashamed of their sexuality in different amounts based on their upbringing or you know whatever. But our society in general trains men to be ashamed of having sexuality uh, as as a major reason that they want a relationship, but it is, you know? And so if you're having sex with a woman all the time in the honeymoon stage, you want to lock that shit down. You love her, sure. And a big part of why you love her in the pie chart is because she's sexual, open, loving, giving, all this stuff that's related to sex, your love language. And it's like a big, big reason that you want to get married for most high libido men is that they want to keep on having that sex life. And women do not understand this. Even the highest libido woman does not think I want to get married so I can lock down this dick no I mean like that sounds like you know something a man would like to think but it is not reality even the highest libido woman doesn't think that because if she because because dick dick is easy to find right like you know if you're a woman you just want to have sex I mean it's pretty easy so what she thinks is I love this man and we have wonderful sexual chemistry but it's in no way like there's no like because like I want to marry him because we have wonderful sexual chemistry it's only among other variables and it's not not like men only want to marry a woman because of sexual chemistry but it's a big reason whether it's conscious or subconscious a high libido man does not usually uh happily and um you know like um Uh, unconflictedly marry a woman with whom he does not have wonderful sex because it's such a big part of what he wants. So the the point here is your wife doesn't know this at all. So you have a real, uh, a lot better of a chance to convey to her why you want to work on the sex life and go to couples counseling and focus on the relationship and everything if you come to her and very, very honestly say, you know, the, the only phrase that could potentially make your wife wet, which is, I was so stupid. Man, women love that. I was so stupid. I've been doing all this reading and shit, and I was so stupid. You know, you want to hear something stupid? I know you love stories where I'm stupid. So I really thought that it went without saying That a major reason we were getting married was so we could keep having awesome sex. I know how that sounds to you now. I know it sounds like I'm the biggest moron, but I truly deeply believed that we were on pretty much the same page about sex and that a big reason that we were getting married was so that we could do it all the time. Like we were when we were dating. And now that I understand more about how women's libido drops in monogamy, I understand how foolish that was. However... The pain that I felt when you didn't want it anymore and started to be like, why don't you go jerk off? Why is it such a big deal to you? And you started to look down on me about having a sex drive that I thought that you loved, that I thought was like one of our compatibility points, you know, like that was an empathic rupture. It really was. And you know, it's been hard for me to get past it. And I think I haven't even been explaining it to you, right? Because I've been thinking crazy shit, like it was a bait and switch and you knew all along that you weren't going to want to have sex with me. And that is crazy. I now realize I had no education on the topic, but what I realize now is why I'm so sad. And I, I make my passive aggressive comments and be, you know, sulky and all these things I should work on just to be, you know, a better man in general. Um, are that the reason is that it was a tremendous empathic rupture it seemed to go from one day you were like joking around with me and wanting to have sex with me and like everything was cool and and uh warm and fuzzy and then the next day you were like Ew, you wanna do that again? Oh no, oh no, definitely not. Uh, If you want that, then maybe you should just uh, go jerk off in the shower. And so that's a really big change. It's a sea change. And women um, need to be aware that they caused you pain in that way. Most women do not understand that. I swear to you, you may think that's crazy, but it's the God's honest truth is I have never got a woman into couples counseling that has really understood how hurt the man is by her lack of desire, how hurt he is. They understand that he's sexually frustrated. They think of it like he's like a hungry animal that isn't getting fed, but they do not think of the psychological component, which is the primary problem for the marriage. When you feel that your wife just literally doesn't give a shit about what you need, that is a tremendous empathic rupture. Now, keep in mind, she never especially if she was low libido and especially if she's not that emotionally aware, she never was having sex in order to please you. She was having sex because she wanted to have sex. So there is no change in... in how much she has sex for you. She wasn't doing it for you to begin with. And she's not doing it now. The difference is that she wanted to do it for her to begin with and now she doesn't want to do it for her. And so it's real hard for her to remember and to put herself into your position and to think that that was a big reason you wanted to get married. And that's not shallow, by the way. That's normal. If somebody is doing something in your love language that you love... It's the same thing as, like, if you were always, like, super poetic and writing her, like, wonderful emails and text messages and poems and shit, you know, during the honeymoon stage. And then, like, you know, a year into the marriage, she was like, oh, it would be nice if you emailed me that romantic stuff again. And you were like, that was that and this is now. Why don't you go find, you know, like, a, a guy online who can, like, say that type of shit to you because I'm busy with my job. That is, like, that would be a tremendous amount Empathic rupture. And it's the same sort of thing when the man's continued high sex drive is met with, you know, basically contempt, disapproval, condescension, etc. That's the empathic rupture. So if you want to talk to your wife and change the frame, a always lead with how stupid you are. I really cannot overstate this. And secondly, say the point isn't the sex, the point is that you literally don't understand why. The sex was so important and how it was a key driver of our love, literally. That is my love language. You were into it same as me engaging in your love language was a key driver of you wanting to be with me. Sure, I love you for more than that, but I never thought that would have to be put to that test so dramatically and so quickly. And if it did, I thought that it would remain that you understood that I valued sex, but there was just some sort of issue with you, like illness or having a baby or something like that, but that you wouldn't look down on me for something that we had both, in my mind, Valued for many men, it's a big mind fuck. So I'll I'll make it very clear: she may not have ever valued your pleasure at all. You're like, no shit, right? <laughs> but, 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 but ever, like she may never, ever have valued your sexual pleasure. What she felt was aroused. At that point, she had spontaneous arousal because she was a non-monogamous woman. Till you get married, you're pretty much a non-monogamous woman. I don't mean she was cheating. I just mean that your brain doesn't click in to post-honeymoon stage, basically, till you're married. So... Unless you have, I mean, God knows how long of an engagement you would have to have. But still, the limerence stage only stops when uncertainty is resolved. Uncertainty about whether you'll remain together is pretty much resolved with marriage. So anyway, like, she was never into... I mean, she could have been like kind of into like making you happy with sex, but basically the guys who are with low libido women that were high libido in the honeymoon stage, the woman was never that into making you happy. She liked sex. She liked it. So for her, it's like, it, it, it's like she was hungry, so she ate. Now she's not hungry, so she doesn't eat. And to her, that makes total sense. You were like kind of thinking you guys had the same philosophy towards sex. You were, you were really making up a lot of shit. If you go back, you could see signs that you were, but that you were both open-minded and you were going to have this adventurous sex life. And then, you know, maybe you were going to be one of those couples that later on in your 40s would experiment with some weird shit and whatever. I don't know what your particular trajectory was that you had family- fantasized about, but she was not thinking about that. She was thinking in this moment, I would like to have sex. And now she thinks in no moment do I want to have sex. And that's the difference. And so what you're saying is I felt abandoned by you not understanding anymore that I still had the same amount of desire that I had always had. And in fact, that you look down on it. That is what I want you to kind of understand more than I want any individual one unenthusiastic role in the hay from you now. I want you to kind of validate that this was a destabilizing empathic rupture not a bait and switch, an empathic rupture. And this is what we should be working on in couples counseling. And a woman that can understand that it was an empathic rupture and can understand how primary the romantic and chemistry and sex part was to the guy feeling romantically connected at all those women can have epiphanies about, oh, like, I guess this really doesn't seem like a marriage to them, you know? And like, honestly, they can either decide to change something and to kind of understand responsive desire and to understand getting yourself in the mood and to understand love languages. Some women do go that route and try to work on their marriages. And some are just like, well, man, I can't help you, you know, because I cannot have sex when I don't want to. I just can't. And I don't want to. And then basically we're over. And if we're over, you know, then we're over and I'll tell you, I mean, you could ask other men in that same position, but it's not the end of the world when it's over because, you know, there are other human beings out there that do not, you know, not have sex with you for a year or whatever your current situation is. But anyway, uh, that's putting the cart before the horse. The point is that if you really want to be understood, you got to convey yourself uh, more articulately and less uh, aggressively. The bait and switch rhetoric is extremely aggressive, not to mention completely inaccurate as I hope that I have shown you and if you comment it more from the perspective of empathic rupture your wife may may well understand you a lot more okay and uh, so I hope that this was helpful to y'all and uh, have a great day guys